there, readers. We're taking a break from our regular episodes to feature some special edition issues for Pride Month. We're especially excited to welcome some incredible guest collaborators, and we hope that you enjoy these stories filled with queer joy and shenanigans just as much as we do. Here's to a happy and safe Pride Month from the cast of Wonder World Comics. On the cover, Moonflower and Stitch stand side by side on a crowded street filled with pride flags. Moonflower is too cool to smile, but you can almost imagine she is, smirking at us with her arms crossed over her chest. She's wearing a shirt with a dagger on it that says, I swing both ways in the bi flag colors, and beneath it in the ace flag colors, to kill. Beside her, Stitch is beaming. Her outfit is shining in the sun, so bright and magic we can barely make out the elegant swoop of the skirt. She's holding her needle aloft, sewing herself a pan flag that flaps above the two of them majestically. Around them are people in all sorts of flamboyant gear, full drag, pride flags draped around their shoulders, waving banners, hugging, cheering. The sun is shining and the sky is a brilliant blue. Two people on roller skates in lavender jerseys and protective gear, one tall and muscular, the other small and feminine, a circling moonflower and stitch, smiling at them even though the two heroes don't seem to see them. Off to the side, on the sidewalk instead of the road, like the rest of the parade, Shrike stands, looking much more awkward than heroic. And written across the road in front of moonflower and stitch, as though in chalk, with rainbows and stick figures all around it, is the title, Queerer Than Fiction. Prepare yourself, dear reader, for another gripping tale of adventure, drama, and self-discovery. This is Wonder World Comics. I'm, I'm Kaylee. I use they she pronouns. I'm going to be your GM today for this fun little pride adventure. A real slice of life, if I have anything to say about it. We're opening our comic in the shop code. It is Pride Month in New Olympus, as it is in the real world. Today in our comic is one of the busiest days for the queer community because it's the day of the New Olympus Pride Parade. It's quite early in the morning uh, and we've got a whole page showing just like a dark shop code with a single lamp positioned like right over a table, maybe the coffee table. And in silhouette against that is Moonflower. All around her, there's like indecipherable scribbled little text boxes. She's like mumbling to herself. When you turn the page, there's two small panels. Like one is a close-up of her face. Her mask is kind of like securely in place. Her bangs are falling into her eyes. Her teeth are clenched around her lip and her eyebrows are scrunched in thought. And then the next one is her hand holding a pen. She's like drawing a line or a circle in red pen on a really large piece of paper um, that looks like a map. So underneath that, we see like kind of like we zoom out and we see a top-down view of what she's doing. Uh, so it's a map of New Olympus. There's a bunch of little like X's drawn in different neighborhoods that spread throughout the city. Uh, beside the map, there's like a neatly organized binder with loads of different colored tabs. Uh, it's open to a page that is like a smaller map, kind of like zoomed in. It's got like a single cross street on it. And then there's like a list beside it of book titles, sorted very neatly alphabetically. Uh, and the title of this spread is Pride Library Number 3, colon, Hijinx Variety Theater. So this is 
a project it looks like moonflower has been working on it for like a really long time but obviously we're still working on it today yeah is there anything uh you want to add or change or do about that moonflower no i like that i think that uh eden's always trying to sort of learn how to be likable to be a good citizen perhaps um and i think she read somewhere that to be a good citizen you were supposed to be civically engaged and i think as a result of that has made some enemies on the school board the local school school board that she started attending um meetings of yes and has cooked up this little project to make sure that books are available whether the school board wants them to be or not yes we love it uh she's a queen for it yeah so moonflower is kind of working on this early in the morning and she's about to get like a, a visitor somebody's gonna come and uh join her in the shop co um did you guys have any idea of like how how stitch aka cardigan uh got involved in this project i'm leaving that up to kyra unless <laughs> eden doesn't reach out if i must intrude stitch will <laughs> what you doing <laughs> um you might have to i eden's not real prone to asking for help i think maybe if this library is being set up at hijinx theater well, yeah, I guess Eden might approach Stitch since she knows that Cardigan has this connection to the theater and she obviously needs permission if she's going to set something up. So that that might be the start of it is just, hey, can we, can we talk to the owner and see if this would be a, a possibility? And I think to fit it in, especially because even Kyra here was hesitant to do so, and it just fits Eden's personality so well, Stitch has been going through the young adult sections and reading a lot recently. It's it increased her patience and understanding of the world a little bit. And I do mean a little bit, only slightly. Books are a great thing to pull out when people are taking too long to get to the point. And she's always reading. Since she's noticed that Eden's been collecting books or always had books with her recently and she's always trying to make those social connections she's been like walking by reading her her book casually yawning and stretching i'll be like oh that that's interesting oh they're doing that now and just small interjections kind of trying to hint or be obvious and right now she's reading uh the blue barricade series about some sentient animals from the Blue Barricade Monastery who have all sorts of adventures and wars and dramas and it's a it's a pretty lengthy series and also great descriptions of food. Mm. The important. banquet scenes are just mouth watering. <laughs> yes. Cool. I, I love that. I love this idea that Moonflower sort of like, you know, in passing almost kind of asked Stitch or Cardigan for help, but sort of like wasn't really planning on Cardigan becoming like super involved in it. Um, but uh, she should have known better. She yeah, she really should have known better because uh this is like a this is an offer of friendship. This is an olive branch, especially after what they've been through recently, probably. 
I'm just happening after that arc. <laughs> I'm just also just in the way you describe that as like a good way to when someone's like taking too long to get to the point. I'm just like imagining now Cardigan like whipping a book out in the middle of like Sam telling a story. <laughs> uh, no, absolutely. She always has a book for when Sam's around. Unless <laughs> he's talking totally about a, a TV idea. show. <laughs> yeah, then she can join in. And I mean, Graviton just kind of floats away from her on a regular basis, just out of reach, probably, if she gets too pestersome. So, you know, she needs to do something. She just, like, you know, casually sits down as if nothing happened and pulls out a book. Yeah, this is just, like, further proof that Cardigan and I are the same person. <laughs> Not at all um, based on young, awkward me. In <laughs> cool. So, yeah. Um, Stitch slash Cardigan has kind of like inserted herself into these plans and has been helping. So I would say you you have both like agreed to sort of meet. Maybe Moonflower was like a little bit uh, like, oh, I mean, you like don't really have to come if you like don't want to. Cardigan was like, I'm not doing anything else. Let's do it. Let's go to Pride together. So how how would um, Cardigan like enter the shop co in the, this morning? Like, where's she been? Like, how's she coming in? Is she, like, does Moonflower notice her straight away? Or uh, It depends if Moonflower was up at, you know, I don't know, like 2 a.m. last night, maybe. Because Stitch will have been in the shop go rifling through the leftover clothing and trying to put together an outfit. She's been working on this for hours now. And she can't get the color, the color scheme right. There's a lot of colors and a lot of fabrics strewn about, and she is kind of just rummaging through looking for random zippers and buttons in different pieces and just fuming and frustrated. No, that doesn't work. Uh, no, I uh, not that fabric. It's too hot, and I don't like how these colors weave together. She's having a moment. I don't think she's recovered totally from all the things that have happened in, you know, the adjacent conflicts to this this little excursion. So she's off balance and having a hard time finding what she wants to wear to this event. And she's being particularly hard on herself. Yeah, well, that's why we're all here to give her some uh, some love. I think I, I love the idea that like we've got that. We've seen what Moonflower is doing. And then there's like another sort of wide shot that's very similar to our first kind of panel, you know, with Moonflower silhouetted against this light. <laughs> but then there's like a different font of like mumbling. And it's because like <laughs> Stitch is like off to the side out of this panel and like has been for a long time. And then, yeah, we, we get to sort of like zoom in on what she's doing. And she's sort of like in the semi-darkness all the um, shots are framed the exact same way. Yeah, like uh, she's like she's like little the, editor's note like three hours earlier. Yeah, she's got the like you know the the clenched uh, the clenched teeth over the lip and the like <laughs> the furrowed brow. Her bangs are in her eyes as well. You know, we're looking top down and we're seeing that it is just like whereas Moonflower's shot was like really ordered and you know the binder had all of the tabs and things. Stitch has just got like an absolute chaos of fabrics and buttons and zippers and her needle is probably like you know floating around somewhere like almost as if like it doesn't know what to do with like you know what stitch is trying to give it 
<laughs> Very much so. Kind of. I almost picture like the magic carpet from Aladdin can almost convey a little bit of emotion with the garments near it kind of shrug. I don't know how it looks like it's shrugging. It doesn't have shoulders. It's a needle. They kind of bunch up around the needle and it kind of looks like it shrugs and just like throws all the fabric down like whatever you doing clatters for a second on the ground. Yeah, it's very like this is like like what are you trying to get me to do? This is not what I signed up for. This is this is not within my realm of powers. I might be a magic needle, but I can't make this work. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's been happening for uh, for a couple of hours. And I think Moonflower is probably sort of like coming out of the the concentration phase and uh, being like, all right, so it's 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 getting towards that time when we're going to need to go. Probably looks over and sees this mess. <laughs> so what what's Eden going to do? Seeing that you know you're supposed to be going to Pride together and uh, Stitches been here for hours and still isn't ready. What is, what is currently? Where has Stitch landed as of right now? What's what's the status? She probably has just an ostentatious rainbow like feather skirt on that like goes up into like <laughs> it's kind of a terrible dress that like swan dress that's like actually a swan that has popped up on Drag Race <laughs> oh a few times. That in just like a rainbow with the, the swan like plushy head wrapped around her neck. But she's sitting frumped on the floor. There's there's a hood on it somehow. It doesn't work. Kind of awkwardly stitched around the swan's neck. She's just saying, it's too much color. I have to edit. But which ones? It's it's not the rainbow without this. And it's not the rainbow without that. Ah. And that's where she currently is. She hasn't picked out shoes. She's... It's all a little too much. Hasn't picked out shoes, aka hours away from being ready. (laughs) (laughs) She didn't kind of cocks her head to the side and says, It's pride. You're allowed to look like a Pantone monstrosity if you want to. (laughs) You're trying to comfort and support. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's absolutely what's about to happen. I mean, I think I'm trying to get her out the door. (laughs) Oh, is it a provoke then? Maybe it's provoke then. (laughs) You have lost influence over Stitch, but I think in this moment she would be susceptible to your words. I think she's probably always susceptible whether you have influence or not. (laughs) Maybe you still have influence. It's not important (laughs) right now. Uh, I don't know, GM. What do you say? Um, yeah, I know. I th- I think if uh, if you're not trying to make her feel better, you're just trying to make her leave. Then I I definitely think it's provoke. <laughs> yeah. I, well, I I I wanted to ask the GM because I didn't want it to feel like a me picking since I have a plus three to provoking someone and a negative four to come oh, over. <laughs> so I just I didn't feel like I should be left to my own devices to decide that. No, yeah, Eden. Eden's very Ooh. good at <laughs> Doesn't matter. It doesn't oh. matter. Nat three plus three for a six. On the other hand, I just filled up my potential track. Hello. 
Michael thought I was joking when I said that I was just going to comfort and support my way into as many advancements as I wanted, but I kind of wasn't. <laughs> that's my whole uh, that's my whole game plan with uh, with Ryan. What happens on a miss on a player character provoke? I don't um, know if that's happened. I mean, yeah, it's up to the GM, but like, uh, you might take it very poorly and lash out or be hurt in market condition or, uh, oh, that's perfect. Something stitches, bad can happen. Stitch's head snaps and says, a monstrosity? This is pride. I can't be a monster. I'm a hero. A hero. She just huffs and like her fist slam the ground and it like leaves a dent because she's there's a lot of kinetic and potential energy with how her threads are woven. So kind of looks surprised and shocked, kind of covers up the little bit of like rubble she's created in the concrete floor. It says, I, I can fix that. I haven't figured out how yet, but that's later, though. Eden kind of glances down at the new crack in her floor and then back up at Stitch and says, I meant monstrosity affectionately. <laughs> Surely that's comforting or supporting. <laughs> that definitely sounds like a comfort. Oh no. <laughs> this is going really well so far. So yeah, roll, roll plus you mundane. Let's see. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Give us that mo- give us that role minus how well you connect with others. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that that's a five <laughs> on company support. Oh, alrighty. So um, that doesn't land. That's that's right. Yeah, that's not a hit. So this is gonna trigger a stitch to just be like, oh yeah, yeah, totally. I can totally see how that's affectionate. You know, a nice warm hug. That's that's no good. But thanks. And she's kind of storming around and her her needle has started to cycle through her different outfits. So she has one that's like ugly Christmas sweater version of Pride where every thread is a different color of the rainbow. But they're so tightly threaded that that's like a grayish brown mess uh, when you really kind of look at it at all. And just sequins going everywhere. And I think like during this a uh, slot machine style like reorganization she has going on, you just uh, yell stop at some point when there's actually like a moment where something decent seems to have popped out. That is a long flowing blue skirt that's sort of form fitted but flares at the bottom, sundress style, and a yellow top that's has short sleeves and like a frilled sleeves and collar, and a sun hat that's pink. And every one of the garments fades to kind of white near the tail ends of it so the bottom of the skirt the frill of the shirt and then the the rim of the hat of the sun hat are all just kind of like a faded white and stitch kind of looks down and says oh yeah yeah this could work it's 
it's got a lot of color and it kind of reminds me of a sunrise, but it's not too much. Totally, Moonflower, I'm ready. What are we waiting on? Eden shakes her head and just goes and gets her binder. (laughs) (laughs) This is probably a good good moment as well for us to talk about uh, what Eden is wearing. Yes. Um, So Eden... Eden, her style is pretty femme. She is kind of torn between like enjoying looking girly and cute uh, versus a somewhat of an awareness that her personality doesn't exactly scream cute, as well as just sort of this sort of practical, like, you know, she's doing moonflower things all the time. And that doesn't really lend itself to wearing like a lot of bright pastel colors or whatever. She doesn't have time to like spend forever on her hair most days or whatever. So like, I think that's always kind of at conflict with the way she likes to look, which is very like feminine and cute. But I, I think what she's wearing for pride is she maybe did like, because it is pride lean a little more cute. It's still pretty understated, particularly for a pride outfit, but I think she is wearing this black skirt that has the bi pride flag colors and little stripes at the bottom um, with some black fishnet leggings. And Eden is very openly bi. She's also on the asexual spectrum, but I think she's less comfortable in that identity. So she doesn't advertise it as much. Um, I don't even know that she's really out to anybody as being ace. She's still figuring that out a little bit. So she's leaning into the biasthetic quite a bit. Um, and so she has, in addition to kind of this skirt that she's got on, she's got these pink little like Converse shoes and then like a pink bow in her hair and a purple shirt with this kind of blue jacket type thing. Um, so she's kind of got her bi pride flag colors. She is going to just cause she likes to, She's not trying to like go out as Moonflower, but she's a little hesitant to just have her face out in the open. A lot of times she has like these very large purple uh, heart sunglasses on that cover quite a bit of her face. And I think she's got some like bright pink lipstick on to kind of complete the look. Stitch settled on uh, those same beige white beach shoe flats for shoes. I love, I love that we've got this just like tall femme cardigan and then her like tiny goth girlfriend (laughs) 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 Uh, going to pride together. They're, they're a a match made in heaven. I love it. Cause yeah, uh, by the way, this, this whole thing is just me trying to push my, um, my, my own agendas, which is that I want Eden and and Cardigan to be best friends. So (laughs) it's going great so far. (laughs) Yeah, it's going great. You, uh, provoked. Failed to confident support, called her a monstrosity. Yeah, it's going great. Stitch, while she's not aware of it, I'm sure Eagle Eye readers noticed uh, she's wearing the pan flag colors, which is pansexual, but her her feelings are recently being awakened now that she's been cast in Shakespeare Pride in the Park version of A Midsummer Night's Dream as Helena. 
And for anyone familiar with that show, she's one of the young lovers who, from Athens, goes into the forest and has a day. Helena, in particular, has has some struggles throughout that show. So, being swooned and rejected and sought after in this show has kind of awakened some of her feelings. So, she's starting to catch feels and notice all sorts of different people now. Um, I love that. I love I love that we get to have some a little bit of like questioning rap almost you know like um stitch is not i guess figuring out that she's queer but figuring out that she is just in general like a romantic person or a sexual person which is fun um and i i love that aiden has the duality of like she's very very comfortable being bi but ace is something that she's still sort of like you know keeping to herself which is oh relatable yeah, so that's awesome. I'm going to leave um, Cardigan and her goth girlfriend for a moment. And we're going to jump over to Shrike and see what, what's, what's Shrike up to on the Day of Pride. What's, what's going on? Shrike is just out on patrol. Just kind of taking in the sights, doing some exploring. Enjoying being out with all the people and the, the festive atmosphere. It's just a nice change from the doom and gloom of all the attacks and bombings and crashing space stations of the last few weeks. It's a and, break from the atrocities. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's just, he's in full Shrike costume. Yeah, I was going to uh, ask, I was going to be like, you know, it's Pride, we have to figure out what you're wearing, but you're just yeah. in costume. He's in full Pride costume. He's just there, you know, uh, to make sure... Everything's, you know, running smoothly, that there's no, like, danger to any of the people who are celebrating, you know, no no supervillains up to no good. It's being a great ally. Yeah. He's just, he's just hanging out. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. He's wandering around the city. Uh, he's seeing sort of all these, like, celebrations. He's kind of, I don't know, he's actually a little bit, like, lonely on this patrol bit disconnected from what's going on or um yeah he's been uh really had a hard time finding himself lately and really kind of questioning his mentorship with black falcon and even if that's still a thing anymore young vindicators and it's just all kind of a mess um but one thing he has really enjoyed is just uh yeah just like kind of going out on little patrols with eden and hanging out and just kind of it's been uh it's always been nice. So yeah, um, I think he would may might give Eden a, a call on the communicators. So where uh, where where do you think Eden and, and Cardigan are when they get a phone call, uh, or when Eden gets a phone call? Do you think Eden's like driving and she puts it on the you know on the speaker? <laughs> it's like is uh, if she didn't put it on the speaker, Cardigan would be like. Very not subtly leaning over to listen. <laughs> yeah, I just get that feeling. I love how you said that because I was thinking this RV doesn't have Bluetooth because Stitch couldn't just tune in herself. But yeah, she would absolutely. She's a biomagical android. She has very good hearing, but she's definitely leaning over and not socially <laughs> subtle. No one's checked her socially. No one's told her it's not okay to follow people or be weird. 
someone needs to eventually tell her those things because <laughs> if not, hard. she does not learn those things. Movies don't it's teach good social skills. How Cardigan would not learn that following people is weird with KT just not infrequently hovering over her. <laughs> well, she's always followed people, so someone following her seems like the natural progression, right? It just seems yeah. like a validation of like, oh yeah, this is a thing people yeah. do. She's made it. Yeah, exactly. Following her, right? Mm-hmm. Well, just like Eden on the beach, like it wasn't intentional, but it's like, oh yeah, she's avoiding me too. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. We're doing this. It's awkward now. It's funny because if Eden's actually avoiding you, you do not see her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if Eden's avoiding you, she might not be in the same county as you. Yeah, self awareness and others' awareness is not something Stitch has, yeah. not yeah. something Cardigan has mastered. All this to say, I think, yes, Cardigan can hear this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> So Aiden, Aiden is doing her, uh, her normal thing of like, like I'm just going to drive. I'm just going to keep driving because these people that are in my team are just, they're a lot. If I just keep driving, everything will be fine. You've got a, an RV full of uh, queer books. Uh, and yeah, you've got uh, Shrike on, on speaker or just you've got Cardigan leaning <laughs> over awkwardly to listen. <laughs> Hello. Oh, hey, Moonflower. How's it? How's it going? It's a. Uh, it's it. <clears throat> it's a. Uh, it's right. Hi. Hi. Uh, what are you? What are you up to today? It's Pride. I <laughs> had noticed. Good. <laughs> um, are you like uh doing anything or? It's Pride today. <laughs> okay. I think uh, if if Cardigan wants to jump in, I mean, I don't think anyone's told you not to interrupt <laughs> awkward conversations before, but... Uh... Oh, hey, Shrike! We haven't met yet, but uh, you should come to the Hijinx Variety Theater. That's where we're going. Oh. I think that's Hi. where we're going. Yeah, I mean, Eden, Eden, you see her, like, flick, uh, just flick cardigan, like, in the forehead. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not sure how she interprets that, but that's what Moonflower does. (laughs) I think her, her forehead, like, anime stitches, like, those little, like, black lines, as if, like, you know, there's been impact, and she shoots her eyes, but doesn't say anything. She she got out what she wanted to. Oh, is uh is something going on down there? Is there trouble or is there No, no trouble. And then she looks at <laughs> but there might be. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, I mean, uh I'm not doing anything. If you need someone to watch your back. I don't need someone to watch my back. Everyone's always welcome at the Variety Theater. You should come on down. It's a great place to hang out. Thank you. Mother Mother Al's going to be there. Have you met Mother Al yet? If not, you have to come. Well, I. it's nice to meet someone on the Midnighters who is so polite and welcoming. I would love to join you. <laughs> I didn't say you couldn't come. I said you, I didn't need you to watch my back. They're different. 
I think Trike's just gonna ignore that. <laughs> this is, I feel like Cardigan is is fully embodied, embodying like a, a really great wing woman, but Eden did not ask for that. <laughs> <laughs> Teen tabloids. There's some kind of magazine that tracks like young supers because that would be oh, absolutely. You know. She's definitely seen, like, she's definitely taken a Midnighter's quiz. She's taken a Young Vindicator's quiz. She didn't get Shrike. I think she probably got the Solar one. What, what, Miss Justice? Yeah. Yeah, she got Miss Justice, and she didn't understand that. She doesn't associate with the goody-goody characters. How could that ever be her? But yeah, she, she would be all in for getting to meet another one of the hero teams, because I don't think it probably wouldn't have been like openly public knowledge that like what went down and that Eden and Shrike were up for the same position. I don't think advertise that. So no, no one knows that. Yeah. For, for stitch, it's just, this is another young super team full of people she's never met and she wants to meet him. I think Eden took that same quiz and is still mad that she got Shrike instead of Akina. (laughs) <laughs> if anyone's ever been on my twitter feed they know that stitch took the quiz several times and never successfully got moonflower like she wanted <laughs> uh, awesome so i feel like we um we get this great panel of like moonflower driving the rv semi-recklessly because i think aiden when she is upset, does some crime. Uh, <laughs> possibly like, you know, swerving around on the road and, and making Cardigan bump around in the front seat is maybe her way of, you know, she slams on the brakes maybe a little bit too hard at a red light and Cardigan kind of like jerks forward. And <laughs> So every time that happens, every time she like hits a different part of the RV, like one of her threads catches. So by the end of this trip, she's she's not moving at all anymore. And it's because there's like 12 different threads that ha- from where all the different places she's bumped that have like sewn her in place. <laughs> she's in just like spiderwebbed herself into. Yes, uh... <laughs> it's almost Spider-Man-esque like support cool. after everything. It's just her adaptation to stay stable during this ride. <laughs> if I need to roll to unleash my powers, that's totally acceptable. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I I don't need you to. Awesome. Is there anything you guys want to add to this? Uh... I think Eden is blasting some music by queer artists. About to say, if not, Stitch is definitely blasting queer music. <laughs> yes. I, I think, yeah, I, I think... Anthem's coming out album. Yeah, maybe. Well, like, yeah, I think it's a mix. I think there's some Anthem. I think there's some... Uh, Muna on there. I think there's some Haley Kyoko. I think a little bit of Fletcher. Love that. Love that. Yeah, that's awesome. So yeah, we get this sort of like panel as you're, you know, heading off towards the hijinks with some awesome queer music blasting. Maybe that will like release your rage a little bit. Probably not. <laughs> no, but... it will build it. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you what else is going to build your rage. So we turn the page, and uh, we the RV has like arrived, and but we're we're not quite at the hijinks. We're a couple of blocks away still, but there's a there's a paddle that shows sort of like the RV, like 
with those like rumbly lines around it because it's sort of idling. You know, you haven't parked it because there is a bunch of witches' hats blocking off the street. They're not like official witches' hats. They're not like actual construction or council witches' hats. They are like the kind that can buy at a store and then see used in school gyms. They are all colorful. They some of them are like blowing away in the wind because they're just like so thin and small. So but, I have to ask because I think there's like a cultural thing here. Yeah. Okay, so when I read that, I definitely thought like witches were involved. Oh my cool. god! Okay. <laughs> but, <laughs> and oh, I think I'm now realizing that they're traffic codes. And traffic I'm, codes. I, oh my god! I feel like I did. <laughs> I totally misread and like I got it now. When you were, I was like cones. They're codes. That's what it is. And I oh, totally god. get it now. <laughs> I'm with, so sorry. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm sure you gave enough context before, but sometimes my brain autopilots, and I was just like, oh my god, witches are involved in these queer <laughs> witches. Like, and I was like, like, I wonder how the queer witches are going to come into this. And I just realized, no traffic oh comes. Dude, we my brain went down the exact witches. same track. I was just like, oh my god, are there going to be queer witches that we have to fight? <laughs> <laughs> um yeah absolutely Uh no i'm changing it they're not traffic cones anymore they're actually witches hats no um (laughs) yeah sorry we call them witches hats for some reason down no that's totally fine witches hats yeah yeah i didn't even think about that okay well that's that's gonna be my next gm session is queer witches i think there we go it sounds awesome Uh, yeah cool so yeah traffic cones not not like legit traffic cones though like really shitty ones so beyond that uh there are like a bunch of people on roller skates so they sort of have like set up a um a bit of a a circuit for themselves you know there's like a little uh cordoned off area in the center again with traffic cones slash witches hats um (laughs) and yeah, there, so there's like a bunch of people on roller skates. Uh, there's like a whole group of people who are wearing the same like lavender jerseys. So they all seem to be like part of a team. But there's also like a bunch who are like, you know, in drag. They are like, or there's like some that have got like tutus over there. You know, they're lavender jerseys. They've got like a tutu that's like all rainbow and stuff. They probably, a lot of them probably look like what stitch was freaking out about back at the shop co uh, <laughs> uh so stitch is probably feeling like cardi is probably feeling very good about uh outfit choice right now there's like a bluetooth speaker set up in the middle that's like again probably blasting a very similar playlist that uh Eden was playing in the car and yeah there's just like a bunch of people having a great time singing roller skating everyone has knee pads and elbow pads and helmets on (laughs) Uh, (laughs) please we'll be safe when you're roller skating yeah uh i think there's some of them are look like they're you know like going really fast and they're there's a couple who look like they're almost like having a race but then there's others who are sort of like just floating around on the outside like going really slow kind of just like yeah chilling so what are you guys going to do? Like you, you have like all these boxes of books in your RV. The hijinks is still a couple blocks away. And you, you know, it's, you, you, there's all these freaking roller skaters in the way. Do we still have Shrek on comms? We might need an escort. And I'm just going to fly over them. Yeah. I don't know what you guys are going to do. <laughs> Shrek just kind of, you see like, uh, Eden and, uh, there's a panel of like Eden and Cardigan in the RV, like, like leaning over the dash, like looking uh-huh. at this, this chaos. And then, you know, Shrike just kind of, like, 
swoops down and flies yeah. and like lands right the in the whoosh center. Whoosh onomatopoeia, just yeah, overhead. <laughs> uh, just like lands and then just kind of like you know he's like in the center of it near the Bluetooth speaker. He just like gives it like a wave to the uh, to the RV because he recognizes it. Yeah, I do a badass three point landing. <laughs> it's like Let's... oh a bunch of skaters kind of like give a really wide berth as you do like Eden turns very deliberately not like in the direction of Shrike to look like like she turns way more than she needs to to look at Cardigan and says the theater has some dollies and stuff for moving props right yeah we at least have costume racks and they have like the bellhop bottom so yes That'll work. Let's go get one. Shrike is going to straighten up and kind of look very important and uh, with his most official sounding voice say, uh, okay, people, move it. We've got to get you out of the street. We've got some traffic coming through and we can all get back to roller skating. I'm an official Farsec agent. I'm going to need you to clear this area. So I think that so you might be trying to do something there. Yeah, I'm uh trying to invoke my authority over civilians, uh, oh. New Olympus personnel or Farsec staff. Alrighty, uh, see how that goes. So yeah, when I do that, I roll plus soldier, and stuff happens. Okay, I have a seven. So on a hit, my words carry weight. On a seven and nine, someone will push back against your instructions or orders sooner rather than later. On a miss, <laughs> your attempts your attempts to control the situation create an opportunity for your enemies within Farsec to act, act against you. All right. So what what was it on the? Um, There's immediate pushback, which my, my seems so appropriate. Yeah, my words carry weight, but someone will push back against them. Interesting. Interesting. I know exactly who that someone is going to be. I have no idea who that could possibly be. So, so not like anyone we know. Yeah, so as as Strike kind of like, you know, tries to uh, bring some order and some authority here, there's, there's quite a few people who listen and sort of like, you know, they all they stop skating, they move over to the sidewalk. There's one person who is wearing a shirt that says no cops at pride who like does listen but skates past giving him like the stink eye like an absolute like disgusted look <laughs> especially because you brought up Farsec they were really like how how dare you at my pride there's one gator in particular who very obviously is not moving so they have come to a stop quite close to Shrike they're quite large. They're six foot two. Big, big femme. Uh, I imagine even taller on roller skates. Even taller in uh, in his roller <laughs> skates. Eagle-eyed readers might recognize this person as Ryan. New addition to the Midnighters. He's got pink hair, a rose tattoo. Obviously is like in civilian clothes, which is just like the lavender jersey and shorts. But absolutely is like squaring up to Shrike. Rolling back his shoulders, L- looming. I would, I would describe it as. <laughs> I just imagine Eden is walking past, seeing this looming confrontation, on her way to go get a dolly to move her books, <laughs> and 
kind of looks at Shrike and says, who needs backup now? Wonder World Comics is an actual play podcast of Masks, A New Generation by Brendan Conway. This episode was GM'd by Kaylee Newberry, who can be found on Twitter at Kaylee underscore Newberry, and was edited by Justin Reed and Michael Dunham. Moonflower is played by Kyra Nelson, who can be found on Twitter at Kyra M. Nelson. Stitch is played by Justin Reed, who can be found on Twitter at WW Comics Stitch. Shrike is played by Michael Dunham, who can be found on Twitter at Galvanic Man. The music is from Dvorak Symphony Number no. 9. Do you have questions or comments? You can get a hold of us on Twitter at WW Comics Podcast or send us an email at wwcomicspodcast at gmail.com.